are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. If you would open your Bibles with me tonight to Matthew, the 13th chapter. Matthew chapter 13. Now, we're going to continue on the subject that we started in the other sessions about uh, the substance of things. But I want us to inject a verse of Scripture here that will open our understanding just a little more to the things that we will be saying. And that is verse 19 in Matthew, the 13th chapter, verse 19. Jesus says, When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one, and catches away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. Now notice Jesus says to the disciples in explaining the parable of the sower, that the one that receives seed by the wayside was the one that heareth the word of the kingdom, but he understandeth it not. He didn't get a good understanding of it. He heard what was said, all right, but yet it didn't register in his spirit. It didn't get into his heart. He heard the sound of it, but because there was no understanding of it, there was no root there to keep that in him. Then Satan comes to steal it. And he'll steal it from you. Now, if you read Mark's account of this in Mark, the fourth chapter, then you might get the idea that Satan can just steal the Word of God anytime he gets ready. Because Mark said, when the Word is sown in the heart, then Satan comes immediately to take away the Word that was sown in the heart. Well, he may come to take it away, but if you understand it, he can't. So the more understanding that you can have of the Word of God and insight into the truths of the gospel, then the harder it is for Satan to steal from you. See, if you don't have a good understanding of that healing is available to us today, Satan will steal it from you. And he'll convince you that you just have to be sick, that just nothing can be done about it. Well, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Satan will steal anything that you'll allow him to steal from you. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one, catches away that which was sown in the heart. Now if you would turn with me to Romans the first chapter, I want to read the foundation scripture again. Romans chapter 1 verse 20 where Paul says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things which are made, even the eternal power and the Godhead. Now we talked about this in the other session. I'm not going to go into it in detail because we've been over it twice today. <laughs> but let me say this, that what Paul is saying here, that the invisible things that you don't see, the eternal things that are not apparent to the eye, God reveals these things and helps us clearly understand them by things that are made. Now, one of the things that we've mentioned is that Jesus always took natural things and taught spiritual truths, like he said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. Well, we can catch on to that. See, we can understand that because the branches bear the fruit 
and the vine furnishes the substance for that. Now, some other things that I think we need to get into. You know, you can make concrete. You can take sand and gravel and water in certain proportions and then add cement to it and stir it up real good and you'll have concrete before long. Now, like someone said, a lot of Christians are kind of like concrete. They're thoroughly mixed up and firmly set. <laughs> you know. But we don't need to be thoroughly mixed up because the Word of God can enlighten us, you see. Like I had a lady come to my seminar one time and I was teaching on prayer. And she said, now, Brother Caps, she said, your teaching just confuses me. And she said, now, here's the way I've been taught it all my life. I said, no, sister, it wasn't my teaching that confused you. You were confused when you came. My teaching just showed it up. I mean, the Word of God, not especially my teaching, but the Word of God, because I've shown her what the Word said, see. And when you put light upon the subject, then you'll see some things you didn't see. It's like someone said, you know, if you gave somebody a flashlight and they went up in their attic, they turned that flashlight on, you know, and they shined it around up there and said, my, look what this flashlight did to my attic. Look at all this dust. No, it was already there. The light just showed it up, you see. But now the point I started out with here before I got sidetracked is that faith is the substance of things and there must be substance for there to be a manifestation of the thing. For instance, in Hebrews 11th chapter, verse 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now you could hope for concrete all you wanted to. And you could even have the sand. You could have the gravel. You could even mix water with it. You can stir it up real good. And you can pour it in a form. But you're not going to have any concrete until you add the cement. That's what brings it all together and causes it to stick. There has to be an element of the substance of the thing. And when you add that other substance, then you're going to have concrete. There's no doubt about it. But you see, any one of those other things, although they're real, all right, and although it would be right in the mixture to make concrete, if you only have them by themselves, you're not going to have any concrete. That sand will scatter all over your yard. That gravel will get mashed into the ground. That water will evaporate. But if you'll add the cement to it and stir it up, you've got something that'll stick. It'll stay with you. And then you have the thing hoped for. Now, faith is the substance of things. Now, sometimes you hear people say, well, you know, I just don't understand it. I said all the right things. And I did this, and I did that, and I did everything you said in your book, what you said in your book. I did what Brother Copeland said to do, and I did what Brother Hagin said to do. Have you tried doing what Jesus said to do? <laughs> See, we can have elements of the right thing, but we have to get it together to make it work. See, it's right to confess the Word of God. Certainly it is. It's right to say right things and say positive things, but that alone is not enough. See, that's like having the gravel without the cement, you know. See, sometimes people get turned on to faith and they just think, well, the faith is all of it. Well, faith is important, all right, but there's more to it than faith. 
there's grace, and you enter into grace by faith. And sometimes when people get turned on to faith, they think that all their problems are solved. Well, it makes problems easier to solve when you learn about faith. But you see, the Bible says that Cain slew Abel. You know why he did? Because of his faith. Abel's faith got him killed. Y'all still there? Did you go home? The Bible says the reason God had respect to Abel's sacrifice was because it was done in faith. By faith he offered a more excellent sacrifice. So he did it right, didn't he? Sometimes faith will work so good it'll get you in trouble. I know an individual one time that got turned on to faith and he got on this thing of confessing the word of God and confessing what he wanted and praying for what he desired. And certainly the Bible says that. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them. You shall have them. Well, he got excited about it. He just going into business and he started confessing this $100,000 home. Didn't see any way in the world it could happen. But he prayed for it. He confessed the word of God over it and he believed for it and he got it. Well, the next thing you know, he is confessing an airplane. Didn't see much way of doing it, but he got it. Next thing you know, he decided to want a twin-engine airplane. He started believing and confessing that. He got it. But you know when the bills started coming due? <laughs> you got to pay for the annual. You got to pay for the fuel. And you got to pay for the upkeep. And he had missed an important element. That was wisdom. He had believed in more than he had faith to believe to meet the need, you know. I mean, he had greater faith for the thing than he did to believe in the money to keep up the things that he believed for. Then he turned thumbs down on the faith message and said, this stuff doesn't work. Yeah, it worked. It works so good it got him in trouble. So what are we saying? We're saying that faith is the substance of things. I think Jesus put it in the right perspective when he said in the 15th chapter of John, verse 7, he said, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will and it shall be done. Well, now you see, he said, ask what you will. Somebody said, well, isn't the will of God involved in that? Well, certainly it is because he said, if my words abide in you. See, if God's word abides in you, then the will of God should be there. See, God's Word is His will. But yet, you see, here's a man that got out there and used his faith to the limit, but he didn't use wisdom because I suppose he never sat down to think what it's going to cost to keep all these things going. Where he should have used his faith was bringing in what was needed to be able to afford these things. It's not just being able to possess something. It's being able to have the whole thing together where you got something that'll stick. You understand what I'm saying? So there needs to be wisdom in it. Wisdom is the ability to use knowledge, you see. So if you just get a part of something, you may only have the sand. You may end up with gravel in your mouth, you know, <laughs> instead of the real thing, you see. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, all of this week our CD offer will be number 7240 that's 7240 it's entitled the substance of things two cds for $15 plus $4 postage and handling total of $19 
Now, in this CD and on the teaching, we talk about the principles of faith. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Faith is giving substance to things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. If you have the faith of God that comes from the Word of God, where does faith come from? From God's Word. It is a substance of things. What is it we hope for? I hope for the things that God has given me, don't you? When we begin to confess the Word of God, we transfer the faith that is resident in the Word of God into our hearts. Paul put it this way in Romans 10, 8, the Word is nigh you. It's as close to you, in other words, as getting it in your mouth and speaking it into your heart. When you speak the Word of God, you give voice to God's Word. It's picked up by the inner ear and put right into your heart. The Word is nigh you. It's in your mouth. Then it's in your heart. First, it's in your mouth. And it's through faith that we understand the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Whether you realize it or not, you're framing your world daily with your words. And it is the substance of things. Speaking things. Jesus said it this way. If you had faith as a seed, you would say unto the sycamine tree, inanimate object, be thou plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Didn't say it obey God. Didn't say to pray to God about it. Said it would obey you. The Greek says it that way. A stronger word than the translation in most of our Bibles today. That's offer number 7240. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the devil is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.